Welcome to the Warrior Families Movement, where we learn how to create lives and homes in which you and your family are all passionately engaged in using your gifts and the fight for good. I'm your host, Karen Bates, and I'm excited to journey with you as we learn to let go of the weights of distraction, perfectionism, comparison, and control so we can freely walk with courageous purpose and loving presence on our unique paths. Each episode is designed to shine light on a step you can take toward your inspired dreams and vision for lifting your family and lighting the world. Welcome back on this beautiful spring day. It's feeling around here like it's time to declutter big time because I know that everything we own takes a little bit of our time and energy to maintain and I want to stop being so distracted with all the clutter and just get rid of as much stuff as possible. I've been thinking a lot about what distracts me since we got back Sunday from a camping trip at Goblin Valley. We had no phone service or internet, and it was super nice. We had to be together, talk to each other, and just feel the love and the beauty of nature. I think that's one of my favorite things about camping, that it forces me to be present and to remember what's most important. Then we got back to the camping mess and catching up on emails and projects, and so I was pretty much a distracted a mess. I kept checking social media. I think it just kind of gives me this place to rest my thoughts when they're moving a thousand miles a minute. But it's actually an illusion because it adds clutter to my mind and I leave social media more confused than when I picked it up. So I knew I needed to get outside and breathe for a bit, even if I didn't feel like I had the time. I decided to walk to a waterfall near my home just before dinner time. This hike is usually a pretty busy hike. There's a lot of people that like to go on it, but I didn't see anyone on my way up and I sat at the waterfall for about 20 minutes and saw no one. I sat on a rock where the sun was warm and I could feel the slight breeze off the waterfall. It was pretty much perfection, except for the numbness in my heart that wouldn't be penetrated. I tried to get myself to feel something, but my mind was so busy that it was blocking my ability to feel anything. I tried praying, but my mind kept wandering. I focused on gratitude for the beauty around me, but I couldn't feel it. Then I put on some inspiring music to help me and it started to pierce through the numbness and calm my mind just a little. But my thoughts continued to race. It wasn't until I got up to leave and started walking back home that I finally felt something real. It was as I looked up and saw the sun following me as it peeked through the trees that I felt God's love for me in the glimpses of the sunlight. That love and sunlight had been there all along, but my mind wasn't letting it through until then. The next day during our family morning devotional, I read something that described exactly how I felt. It was by Elder Milton Camargo, and this is what he said. To my loved one and to all of you, I would say that I too would like to constantly feel those strong impressions from the Spirit and always see clearly the path to follow, but I don't. However, what we might feel more often is a still, small voice of the Lord whispering to our mind and heart, I am here. I love you. Go on. Do your best. I will support you. End quote. That's exactly how I felt as I walked back those impressions and that feeling. Elder Camargo goes on to say, We don't always need to know everything or see everything. The still small voice is reaffirming, encouraging, and comforting. And many times that's just what we need for the day. The Holy Ghost is real and his impressions are real. The big ones and the small ones. End quote. I felt these impressions as I walked on the mountain and felt gratitude that I have a Heavenly Father who is aware of me and who loves me despite my many weaknesses and felt commitments to Him and to myself. 
I thought of his son and the sacrifice made so that I could feel their love, despite those sins, weaknesses, clutter, and mistakes. I'm coming to understand more and more that we are all babies in God's eyes. We're just stumbling along down here trying to figure things out, and he loves us for it. He isn't sitting around judging us and being disappointed in us. He is just loving us and hoping we will reach out to him so he can help us. He is kind, merciful, and loving. I want to be more like him, to love and to see me and everyone around me as babies who are stumbling along, doing the best we can with what we know, and figuring things out along the way. And thankfully, he leads us to each other, too. I met a few people in the last week that believe in the mission of the school we're starting and who want to help. One of them doesn't even have kids at home but wants to help because he believes this is what the youth need right now. And education and courage, resiliency, freedom, and family values, creative problem-solving, self-sufficiency, community efforts, respectful communication, growing resources through permaculture and entrepreneurial work, and seeking our part to help in the problems we see all around us. I know most of you can't join our school because of your circumstances, but I'm going to play a video that I made about how it's going to work, and I hope that as you listen to the principles that we're building on, you will find ways to use those to help your children get the education they need. I know that these principles work and will bless your family, your community, and the world as you apply them. And I hope the methods that I talk about will also give you ideas about how you can apply these principles in your own life. At the end of the video presentation, I will add a few updates that we have brainstormed since I made the video. To learn more about what we're doing, you can go to awarriereducation.com backslash school. And I'll also link some of the info documents to the show notes. The first part of the presentation talks about the problems in the world and what we want to have instead. And then I do a brief introduction about myself and why I do this. And then I go on to talk about the skills, abilities, and character traits needed for the world we live in today and how we can develop them. Here is the video presentation. Hi, everyone. Thank you for the interest that you have in the nature slash leadership slash humanitarian school that we're starting at Class Ropes course. I have had a lot of people ask me questions about what it's going to look like and how it's going to run. And so I'm making this little introduction video to kind of answer some of those questions. And, and then I'd love to get more if you have more after, after this video. Um, first of all, I want to address some of the objectives that we have with the school and what we hope that they will do for our families. One of them is that we want our children to be more confident in who they are and in their unique gifts. Many of us struggle with anxiety and depression, and we want our kids to be able to move past that when things are hard, that they can continue forward, that there is going to be light, and that they can um, move forward on their path. We also want our kids to be self-motivated learners um, so that we're not constantly nagging them, bribing them with grades and, and consequences or different things that we do that they desire to learn, that they have this um, understanding that they have a work to do on this earth and they want to be prepared for it. We also want hardworking leaders who see a need in the world and want to step forward and, and help meet that need. Our culture tends to be kind of self-focused, and so it's all about what we want, what our dreams are, what our passions are, and that can kind of cause us to, to start thinking all about ourselves and get really within ourselves and, and stop seeing the needs in the world and the things that we can help with. And really the answer to finding out our unique path and our unique gifts is to look at the problems around us, the issues that we see, the things that bother us and that we want to do something about. And that's where we start often um, discovering our unique gifts and ways that we can help. We also want our kids to set inspired and meaningful goals. 
Often we set goals and they become like sticks to beat ourselves up with instead of tools to help us reach a certain character trait or help us become a certain way. We want to teach our kids how to set those kind of goals and how to move forward in them and not get pulled back by them because we're not meeting them or they're not serving their purpose. And when we can change them move forward in a way that will serve their purpose and that will help them become tools that we use to help us become who we need to be. We also want to raise families who are creative problem solvers who see needs and who find creative ways to meet them. One of the problems in our culture is that many of us are waiting for someone to do something to fix the problems we see. We're becoming very government heavy and waiting for them to fix our problems or waiting for some law or something else to come along. We need to become creative problem solvers so that we start to see how we can fix our own problems and make a difference in the world, starting with ourselves and moving to our family and then moving outward from that. Another problem in our culture is that our Kids are measured in certain areas of intelligence and graded on those things when often their genius or their level of intelligence is in a different area that isn't measurable. And so they start to think that they're not very smart and that they don't have talents, but the truth is that they each have unique talents and gifts to offer the world. And so this will help them start to notice those in themselves, to start to see those so that they can grow in confidence as well as in ability and skill to do the work that is here for them to do. We also want to build courage to step out of our comfort zone. A lot of the times it's easy to stay in our comfort zone and that's um, where we want to be because of course it's comfortable but when we start to practice getting out of that more and more and challenging ourselves to grow, we start to feel what that feels like and we want more and more of that and so we start to step out of our comfort zone more and more. We want to give our kids a lot of practice in being willing to do that and to see the fruits of what happens when they grow and how that feels within them. So before we get into how we're going to do that in our school, I want to quickly introduce myself. My name is Karen Bates, and I've been homeschooling my eight children for 14 years. I wrote a book called Find Your Path that talks about how we can find and um, use our unique gifts to make an impact for good in the world. And as I've been homeschooling and figuring these principles out, I've studied a lot about what an education is and how we go about attaining one. And that is why I decided to go ahead and start this program because I feel so strongly that it's not this need is not being met in a lot of um, the resources that we have available today. I've seen that a lot of kids don't retain a lot of the information because we're being they're being forced and bribed into learning. And when we don't choose learning ourselves, a lot of it like comes in, goes out to the test, and we forget all about it. I'm sure you've seen that in your own education. I know I have in mine. And our kids need to want an education in order to retain it, for it to become a part of their character, for them to make an impact in the world through it. And so it's really important that we create a home environment that inspires that love and that desire to learn, and that is an environment of love and nurturing that within them. And so we're going to be learning how to do that through our school and apply that to our homes as we go home and, and use some of these lessons. There are certain skills and abilities and character traits that our children need to develop in order to grow into their potential. And those are best practiced in a community that is trying to move forward in a common purpose and a common cause. And that's what this community is going to be for. I'm going to explain what some of these character traits and abilities and skills are and how we're going to try to meet those within our community. The first is the love and understanding and communication with all different sorts of people, people who disagree with us, people who have different opinions and perspectives. We want to be able to communicate our own perspective in a way that all are edified and our views are expanded and we gain compassion and love for one another. So to do this, we're going to have weekly role plays and communication lessons that remind us how to see each other, include each other, and speak to one another in a respectful and caring way. We're also going to read a short biography each week about a person who has done some good in the world 
so we can start to see the patterns in finding and moving forward on our personal path. These biographies will be from people of many different cultures and interests so that we can gain an appreciation for a diversity of cultures and a diversity of talents as we discover our own. These will also teach us to see patterns in history and in the way that people live their lives around us. We will also be reading a classic book every four to six weeks and we will have time to discuss the things that we're learning. By a classic book, I mean a book that's full of true principles that will help us live life better and more fully. These discussions will help us open our minds to new perspectives and ways of thinking as we each see the same material through different eyes and experiences. Another important ability to develop is leadership. We will learn to lead as groups work together on projects to make the world a better place. And as youth are giving stewardship and responsibilities over the land we will be caring for, over group projects, and over the social environment in our school. We will have seven acres of land to work with. We're going to encourage everyone to brainstorm ideas about what to do with it in a way that respects it and uses it to improve the lives of everyone around us. We have had several ideas already about cool projects like willow branch gazebos, trellis tunnels with peas and gourds that grow through them, hay gardens and corn mazes, pumpkin patches to sell pumpkins at the Halloween cruise they do at the ropes course, little plots of land for each child to grow something they want to sell or contribute with, and a lot of other fun ideas. These will also be connected to the entrepreneurial projects that we will have everyone involved with so that they can grow the resources needed to serve in our community as well as throughout the world. Projects will include things like plays, farmers markets, video projects, dances, and other such events to help fund our community efforts and our humanitarian trips so that our families can share their light and their love and the resources with others throughout the world. These projects will also teach them marketing, writing, speech, video, and other entrepreneurial skills. A third trait we want them to develop is courage, a desire to step out of their comfort zone in order to grow and make a better contribution. So we do this through ropes course challenges at the school where we ask them to challenge themselves as much as they are willing. So nobody's going to make them do anything, but we are going to ask them to, to challenge themselves to the level that they feel they can challenge themselves to. And we'll also give them a list of challenges to do at home that week that will help them grow out of their comfort zone and grow into who they are. The Ropes Course Challenges will also teach them teamwork and effective communication, and the at-home challenges will give them the opportunity to inspire one another as they learn different things and different interests and they share their enthusiasm with one another about subjects that they maybe had never considered interesting before. So as they take these lists of challenges home, we'll ask them to prayerfully choose some if they're religious. If not, then we'll ask them to to look within their hearts and, and listen to their inner voice about what they need to learn and grow from. And then when they come to class, they will share some of their ahas or insights that they gained from the challenges that they did. And as they share these with each other, they will inspire one another to learn and to try different and new things. So I'm gonna share an example of what these challenge lists will look like here in just a little bit. Um, a fourth thing we want them to develop is a love and connection to nature. Nature is the antidote to the screen time many of us are exposed to each day. It helps us calm our minds, it reduces anxiety, and teaches us principles about who we are, how we grow, and what it takes to be a free people. It allows us to practice discipline and hard work for a greater cause, among many other lessons. We will spend most of our time outdoors doing challenges, working the land, having discussions, and working on projects. These projects will also help us learn math and science in a very hands-on and applicable way. 
In this world, it is also extremely important that our children learn to discern truth and learn different ways to find it. So we will practice these different methods through experiments, logic, application, reasoning, emotions, beauty, examples, and experiences. These will be included in our list of challenges and will also be practiced in our class discussions and projects. And the last trait I want to talk about is our acceptance and love of our own uniqueness. The class will go through a journey of self-discovery through journaling and many lessons in the Warrior Journey Find Your Path books. These will help each person discover their unique gifts, their interests, their opportunities and abilities so they can start making a difference for good in the world in their very personalized way. They'll earn symbolic emblems that represent the abilities they gain as they make and keep personal goals in different areas of their life, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, relationship, environment, and impact goals. They will gain confidence as they better understand who they are and some of what they have that's unique to them that they can contribute. So that we have talked about some of the vision and the basic skills and traits we want to develop through our school, a lot of people want to know what that will actually look like on a day-to-day -day basis. So each person will be given a list of challenges before class each week. The challenge list will have some core challenges that everyone will need to come prepared with. These will include a reading and journaling assignment from Find Your Path and a short biography that they can read or listen to before they come to class. And then they will be asked to choose from a list of challenges for the week. The challenges will be listed under subjects to help them start to notice what categories they are most often interested in, as well as to help us as parents report if we are using our charter school to cover some of our tuition. So for example, this is a weekly challenge list. Ideally, we will have a mentor for each subject and they will write the challenges that week. And so they're gonna look very different than this. This is just something I'm brainstorming, but this will give you a general idea. We will not require them, but we will encourage them to choose something from each subject area to challenge themselves to be well-rounded and grow in order to prepare for the work ahead for them. So if a certain subject area is really interesting to them, we will encourage them to choose several challenges from that category. And if they're getting reimbursed through My Tech High or Harmony or any of those type of schools for tuition, they can also be sure to choose something from that category each week. So here's a sample challenge list. The core challenges again, read and do a challenge one and find your path and write about the journaling questions. Um, two, read or listen to pages 20 through 29 in Lives of Great African Americans from the Libraries of Hope Library about Frederick Douglass. Underline or write down any principles you learned about how they came to know their work and follow their path. And number three, choose your challenges this week from the list below. Try to choose one in each category so you can be prepared for what is ahead for you. But if something is particularly interesting to you, you may choose several in that category. And so here's a sample list from Language Arts. Read chapters one through three of The Last Battle or another approved book of your choosing. Underline or write down your favorite quotes or principles in your reading. Be prepared to share one in class. Come to class prepared with a discussion question from your reading. Prepare a speech, video, or object lesson about something you felt strongly about as you read. Or choose your own language arts challenge. Math. Do this week's logic challenge. Work on your own math curriculum. Research, get materials, or work on putting together a structure or invention to help your community. Or choose your own math challenge. Science. Research how to grow pumpkins or another plant, rock, or animal you want to know more about. Come ready to share something interesting about it with our class. Two, research, get materials, or work on putting together a structure or invention to help our community. Three, choose your own science challenge. Entrepreneurship. 
Think of ideas for growing the resources you need to go on our humanitarian trip. Grow more resources or help our community. Come prepared to discuss them with our class. Two, start planning a project and writing down steps, timeframes, and or assigning ways to get it done. Three, research ways to share your message with others and get the audience you need to sell your product or service. Work on a video, poster, ad, etc. Four, choose your own entrepreneurial project. Learn more about the culture, government, or what was happening in the world during the life of Frederick Douglass. Come prepared to share something interesting you learned. Read the, a narrative in the life of Frederick Douglass. Three, read about a certain worldview that affected this culture. Make a dish or a meal from that culture. Four, learn something from your own history curriculum. Five, choose your own social studies challenge. Music and art. Attend a concert, play, or cultural event and share what you felt and learned with us. Two, draw a picture, write a song or a poem or another art or video project about anything you learned this week and share it with us. Practice an instrument or an art skill. Write or work on a play or project to do with others to grow resources for our community, the humanitarian trip, or those in need. Again, we will encourage them to prayerfully or with mindfulness if they're not religious, choose something that will help them grow and challenge themselves out of their comfort zone that week. So for our class, we will have a communication lesson and have some skill that we're gonna be practicing with role play and different things. And then at around 12.30, we will break out into our different groups and two groups will go to the challenge ropes course area and two groups will go to the area where we work the land and work on our garden projects. And then we will debrief and we will switch. And so the two groups that were at the ropes course challenge go to the garden and the garden groups go to the ropes course challenges. Again, debrief, and then we're gonna break out to discussion groups where we're gonna discuss the challenges we did that week, share some of our thoughts and insights, um, present the things that we came to prepare to present. And after we have shared those with each other, had a little discussion, we will have a little time for reflection to write down some of our goals for the following week. And then we will break out into project groups. So first we will see what projects the youth are interested in working on. We will divide up into people who wanna help or who want to lead and everyone will have a project to work on and then we'll spend the last part of class working on those projects. They might be, like I said, a play or they might be inventing something, growing something, researching something, whatever it is that they want to do. That will be the time that they will break out into groups to do that. And then about 15 minutes before class ends, they will be given a challenge list for the next week. They can write down any of the homework assignments that they've been given by their project groups, right? So if they have some things they need to go research or buy or get ready for the following week, they'll write those down on their challenge list and maybe um, some of the goals that they have set for themselves so that they don't forget them by the time they get home and look through their challenge list again. And then this summer, the idea has been brought up that we should probably start doing some things this summer because obviously we want to have things planted and ready to go before the fall. And so we want to maybe discuss having classes this summer or having like campouts or, or activity times where we all come together and work and figure out things that we want to start, products that we want to start doing now so that they're ready for the fall when we actually start class. So that's something that we all need to discuss and plan together as well here in the next coming weeks because obviously planting season is coming soon and we want to start getting some of those things going. I'm sure there are more questions. I hope this has made things feel a little bit more clear, but please go ahead and email me or message me and let me know what other questions you have. And I'll either do like a follow-up video or maybe a Q&A document or something like that that hopefully will be helpful. So thanks for listening. I hope you are as excited as I am about creating this program for our families to grow and learn together. And I look forward to getting to know you better and to planning this out with you. So I'll talk to you soon. That is the end of the video presentation. 
a couple of things we have decided to add are that since we won't meet in December and January, those months will be celebration months. So those who did all of their challenges each week in certain areas will be invited to celebrations during that month. For example, if I did my Spanish challenges each week, I will be invited to a fiesta, for instance, to celebrate. Or if I did the science challenges each week, maybe I'll be invited to a museum and things like that. Also, I realize that if we want to raise leaders, they need to practice leading and being in charge and not always being told what to do. So we are opening a second day of class for youth and adults to come and do entrepreneurial projects with one another. It will be optional, but will be included in the tuition and could include things like teaching a class about something you're interested in or about a certain subject, teaching preschool, doing a play, coming up with fundraisers, working on the garden, preparing for the farmer's market, and whatever else they come up with to raise funds for their humanitarian trip, their family's tuition, or for growing their business. This will be for families to attend together or for mature youth who can focus and work hard independently without constant adult supervision. I'm super excited to get this going. I know this is the kind of education that our kids need in these times of uncertainty, contention, power struggles, and so much confusion. They need to be creative problem solvers who love family, freedom, and who have the courage to stand up for what is right and good. Again, to learn more, go to a warrior education com backslash school. I'll link it in the show notes. And I hope you have a great week.